Welcome to another episode of Just a Little Sip. I am your host, Joe Arceo. Um, I know I am a bit late on, well, not the episode, but this first subject. I'm a bit late on it. Um, Robin and I just recently saw, finally, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, um, even though, yeah, I think it's been out for like a month, a month and a half. But yeah, we finally we finally were able to get around to it, and we saw it. And um, uh, so this this movie's been out for what about a month and a half, over a month now. So there's going to be some spoilers here. I don't think I need to spoil everything, but there's going to be definitely some. Um, so warning, warning. If you haven't seen it yet, yeah, I'm there with you. It took me a while, but you know, cover up your ears. Um, because, or watch this movie first and then, and then come back to me, you know, whatever. Pause now. I'll wait. Okay, so for everyone that's still here, um, let's, let's continue. Can we just call Guardians of the Galaxy 2 colon Star-Lord has daddy issues? Because it seems like that's what the whole movie was about. It was about Star-Lord and... They kind of just had to throw in everyone else just because they're a team. Um, the, the whole movie, I think the whole movie could have been an hour if it was just Star-Lord meeting his dad, who plays Kurt, who is played by Kurt Russell, who is Ego the Living Planet, and then they go to his planet, and then some shit happens, and the end of the movie. That's basically... For the most part, the gist of the movie. Um, but then also, I mean, you had to throw in uh, Gamora with her sister Nebula. They had to have their own story. Um, Drax had to have his own story with, um, well, kind of his own story with uh, Mantis. Um, Baby Groot and Rocket had to have their own story with with Yondu. Yondu is by far the best thing in this movie. Um he had, definitely has a kind of a, a, a basic story arc. Uh, at first, in Guardians 1, you think he's just a complete asshole the entire time. But then at the end of this movie, you're like, oh, he's actually a good dude. Just kind of an asshole. But still a good dude. Um, uh, so, spoiler alert, again, Yandu basically... Um, well, the story arc for Yandu, it played by Michael Rooker, the blue guy with the, with the the sweet uh, arrow that he controls with whistling. That's that's my attempt at whistling. I can't I can't whistle. So so get off my dick. Um, he sacrifices himself to save uh, Peter to save Star Lord. Um, which which is really sweet because of the fact that um, when Peter was young, in the first movie, he sees his mom die. He runs. He runs out of the hospital and then he gets picked up by a spaceship. He picks up. He gets picked up by Yondu. Yondu then was supposed to bring um, Peter straight to Ego because Ego wants his son. Wants to be with his son. Wants to meet his son. Um, but then, 
he decides to keep him, you know, because he knows what's going to happen to him, and he kind of he kind of likes him. Um, but uh, the excuse he gives he gives Peter why he didn't give up Peter, or the excuse he gives to Peter why he didn't give him up to Ego, it's just that he was small, could get into tight spaces or small spaces, and he's good for thieving. Um, so that's it. But turns out he just didn't want any harm to come to the kid. And he wanted, um, and he liked them, basically. So, uh, so in the end, um, as shit's going down, Yandu, uh, saves Peter by giving him the only, like, oxygen mask to him while drifting into space. And basically, uh, Yandu kills himself in order to save, uh, Mr. Quill. Um... So he he was by far the best part of the movie. Um, Rocket Raccoon was probably the best part of the last movie for me. Him and and Groot, of course. Uh, you know we are Groot. Um, that whole part. But um, you know Groot here was was good. You know little baby Groot, little little tiny baby. I am Groot. That's it. I am Groot. So that's 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 good. I like I like him and. Um, you know, he's always fun uh, with his interaction with Rocket, with, you know, um, you know, the, he, Groot can only say the three words, I am, and then Groot, and then yet Rocket can understand a whole paragraph from from that, which is, it's always funny to me. I just, I just enjoy that, that type of dynamic. It's kind of like Pokemon, where... Um, Ash would talk to Pikachu. Pikachu would just say his name, and then, and then Ash would be like, "Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah for sure." Like, shut the fuck up, Ash. You don't know what your your goddamn Pikachu's talking about. Um, but here, it seems like you know, Rocket's able to understand, which is fine, which is good. Again, a good dynamic. I thought it was funny. Um, so Groot was good. Um, you know, it it the movie felt like. It was a long movie. It was it was a little over two hours long, but it felt, to be honest, it felt, even even though it was long, it felt rushed. The story felt rushed because of the fact that, um, again, the whole story basically had to do with um, Star Lord and his dad. That all the other guys and their side quests, their side stories, just felt a little jumbled. Just felt a little. You know, it didn't, it didn't hit, it didn't land, it didn't, didn't fit. It's just like they were just thrown in there just because, just to throw them in there. Um, but, you know, I, it's hard to, it's like, it's hard to give everyone equal screen time when, you know, it's a big team like this. Um, that's why I was afraid with the Avengers uh, movies because, you know, it's an ensemble piece and, you know, they need to have some sort of individual individuality with each and every character. And, you know, since there are so many characters, it's kind of hard to do. Um, and I think I think for this one, it's the same thing. I mean, not to say that the movie wasn't good. I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the movie a lot. Um, you know, action scenes were cool. Um, there was a whole, like, Dragon Ball Z... Uh, Anime style fight at the end, which was pretty awesome, um, but 
you know, and all the gunfights are cool. Um, Yondu and Rocket escaping from from like the jail cell that was probably the, my favorite part of the whole movie, um, and also the, the the very beginning where the um, the guardians were protecting the batteries from this big squid monster thing, and it's all happening in the background, and all you're focused on is really Baby Groot just dancing the music. Baby Groot is dancing the music in the foreground, and the camera's focused on him, but then you see just in the back, since he's so small, he can't participate in the fight, he, you know, in the background, everyone else is fighting this big, I, I can't remember what they called it, but a big, like, octopus monster thing. Or was it like, it had a face, but then it had tentacles. So, yeah, an octopus? Yeah. Yeah. With teeth. Octopus with teeth. Like a kraken. Kraken! Nah, you know what? There. It's like a kraken. I think that might have been what it was called. I don't remember. But yeah, it was, uh, that part was good. Um, lots of laughs there. You know, telling Groot to get out of the way because he's so tiny. But he's like still just dancing and, and you know, and um, doing stuff. And then... Uh, so that that part was good. Uh, Kurt Russell did really good for his role, um, and then they did the whole like CG make Kurt Russell look young thing. And I don't know, they're getting good at this because I I saw Kurt Russell from Escape from New York in that first first sequence. I saw baby young Kurt Russell with like his feathered hair, his bell bottoms, and just. You know, smiling and laughing. They're getting good at this whole making making uh, the Hollywood stars look young again. They did it with uh, Michael Douglas in um, Ant-Man. Did it with, you know, obviously Kurt Russell here. They did it with uh, Tony Stark. Or, I'm not Tony Stark. I'm sorry. Um, what the hell is his real name? I only know him as Tony Stark right now. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> in um, in Civil War, they made him look young there. Like they are getting good at this whole thing. So um, I, you know, kudos to them. I bet, but I bet that's so expensive and it takes so long to to go in there and like you know take away their wrinkles and make sure the skin tone's the same. And you know, I, I bet it takes them a long time. So no wonder these scenes are no more than like five minutes um a piece because i bet it's you just take so much time to to do that um but no yeah i mean even though i'm i'm saying that you know it, it felt rushed the story felt rushed it felt a little dis dis you know disjointed um the whole movie had to do with um star lord's daddy issues with his dad and with yondu um i did enjoy the movie i thought it was good you know it had laughs um it's definitely a um hey, let's not take this seriously, let's have some fucking fun movie, um, you know, and uh, it, 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 it felt like a good time, it really did, um, so so it, I think some people didn't like it, some people did, I, I liked it, I enjoyed it, um, I enjoyed their the newest, the new additions to the team, um, I'm assuming Mantis will be joining the team, uh, because, um, spoiler alert again, uh, Ego's dead, and Ego 
the living planet is where she lived, and now that living planet's dead, you know, where's she going to live? So, yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, and the, 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 the Stan Lee cameo, that was probably, no, you know what? And the, the Stan Lee cameos, two of them, were, were basically my favorite um, parts of the movie. They, um, there was a theory online that the reason why Stan Lee has made cameos in, in um, the Marvel movies and also the Fox movies, but, you know, all the, um, basically in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Fox X-Men movies, the only movie I believe that he didn't make a cameo in was Punisher Warzone. I don't believe he made a cameo in that. But everything else he's been in. Um, and the theory online is that he was... Um, the reason why he's there, he is a watcher. Or he works... He's working with the Watchers. Now, in the Marvel Universe, the Watchers are the... Uh, basically... Gods, the oldest gods in the Marvel Universe that are basically foresee intelligent life in the in the universe. They 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 watch us. They watch the intelligent life. They they look. They they just watch. They just observe. They don't ever intervene. And the theory is Stan Lee is one of them, or he's working with them. But then in this movie, it is confirmed because you see. Stan Lee talking to the Watchers, and he's like, yeah, and then this time, I was a FedEx man, and then that was it. I'm like, oh, shit, they did it, that's so cool. And then they showed some of the Watchers, too, and I'm like, yes, the Watchers. And then um, at the end of the movie, um, he he was still talking to the Watchers, and then the Watchers get bored of his stories, and they basically just walk away, and Stan's like, hey, I need a ride home. Who's giving me a ride home? Um, so I, I like that. I like that aspect of the movie. So very good. Very good, James Gunn. Good for you uh, for, for doing that. But, um, you know, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, did I enjoy it more than the first one? Um... Yeah, I'm going to say I did. I did enjoy this one more than the first one. Um, just because of the fact that you know the characters more. Um, you know who they are. You know what they do. Um, there were more laughs in here than the first one, for sure. Um, the action scenes were a little bit more grand. Grandiose, if you will. Um, so I did enjoy it more than the first one. Uh, it was it was just a really good time in the theater, even though the story kind of was lacking. But um, good time. And, um, you know, I, I, I recommend it, of course, if you are a, um, what do you call it, a completionist, like I am, uh, that you need to watch all the movies, no matter no matter who the characters are or, or what. Um, so, um, I, say, I say, if you haven't seen the movie yet, go see it. Um, I know Wonder Woman just released, so uh, we weren't going to go see that for sure because of the fact that it was probably going to be packed with people, we're probably going to be able to see Wonder Woman maybe next week or even the week after that. So, um, you know, here's hoping. Fingers crossed. Um, but if you remember uh, last week, I did say something like, I'm updating my resume. Um, 
and I wasn't just doing it just to do it. I was doing it because a, um, a leadership position opened up at my work, and I was updating my resume to basically go for that. And um, tomorrow is my my interview for it, um, so I'm I'm pretty nervous about it to be honest. Um, do I think I'm ready for this job? Yes. Yes, I am ready for this. I would love to be able to get the opportunity to, you know, um, move ahead in the company because I am, I am dedicated. I do love this job. I love this job. It's the best job I've ever had. Best job I ever had. Um, so I, I'm hoping to get that position. Um, but, you know, are there more qualified people than me going for the position? Yeah. Yeah, there are. Um, there, there are totally, um, more qualified people than me. So, but, you know, who knows? Um, all I, all I, all I care about right now, all I want is, yeah, it'd be great if I got the job. Perfect. But I just want the best person for this job. I don't want, like, um, you know, someone that, that doesn't know what they're doing or, or doesn't. You know, doesn't know the landscape. You know, some. You know, I. I just want someone. I want the best person for this job. If it's me, great, awesome. You know, glad. I'll gladly take it. But if it's not me, and then you know, the job is given to someone else, that's totally cool. I am fine with that. I am fine with that. I just um, want the company to know that hey, I want to step up. I want to do something more. Um, and you know, I'm hoping. That I am the right person for the job for sure, but if not, you know, I am I'm totally okay with it. Um, just again, have the the best person for the job, um, and you know, hopefully it's me. So um, if you can, positive vibes my way. Um, you know, hopefully I get this job. My, again, my interviews tomorrow for it. Um, I guess I have to dress up, right? Because. Uh, Normally, I just go into work with, like, a jeans and a t-shirt, um, but I guess I have to wear, like, dress pants and maybe, like, some sort of dress shirt or a button-up or something. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to rock a tie, though. Probably not. Uh, or if I'm going to rock a tie, I would just take that tie off real fast. Or, you know, after the interview, be like, fuck this shit, and, and toss the tie in my bag or something, but, um, yeah, um, hopefully I get this job, you know, um, I'm hoping, and, you know, the pay increase, um, will be nice, because Lord knows I could use some extra money, um, but, you know, that'd be good, so again, positive vibes my way, let's get this, let's get this money, son, um, so, also, um, now here is the, well, not he now, but right now the NBA Finals are are happening. Um, it is the Cavs versus Wizards, and right now, not Wizards. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Um, Cavs Cavaliers versus the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors. Um, and I and I do believe the Warriors are up by two games. And this next game, they are going to be playing in Cleveland. Um, who do I want to win this NBA Finals? To be honest. I don't give a fuck. 
Um, and here's why. Um, it's basically two overly stacked teams going against each other. When Kevin Durant wanted and did move to Golden State, I was not happy. I did not like this decision. I didn't like it at all. It's because of the fact that, you know, now that team is way too stacked, um, Golden State, and it's got too many all-stars on it, too many superstars, too many heavy hitters. Same thing with um, Cleveland. So many people on that team that are, like, above, like, they're an excellent level. Um, They're, like, these two teams have basically the top 1%. Of, of the NBA on each team. Does the rest of the NBA really fucking think that they're going to, you know, do anything against these two teams? Like, when, when, when it happened, when, when Kevin Durant moved over to Golden State, I'm like, well, that's it. This fucking game, this fucking league is fixed now. Because um, it's going to be Warriors and, and, and Cleveland um, in the NBA Finals. Because there's just no way any other team could go against them. Um, like when, when KD was still in, um, and is, um, what, Thunder, uh, OKC, Oklahoma, um, I thought, you know, there might be a chance, there might be a chance that they can go because Russell Westbrook, uh, because of Kevin Durant, you know, those are two powerhouse people and they just, both of them put up like 50 points a game, some nuts. And, you know, so maybe, maybe one of the, you know, it'll be like between the three of them or, you know, um, or it could be with the Spurs or something. But now, now it's just out the window and I, I hate, I hate this. I I just, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Um, I mean, I blame, you know who I blame for this? LeBron fucking James. Fuck you, LeBron James. Because of the fact that you decided to go to Miami and to go with the three, you know, the big three there. And that just opened the door for everyone to try and, you know, go to one team. Um, You and your selfish ass chasing goddamn rings, um, you know, tarnishing your legacy. uh, This is for this reason. Michael Jordan will always be, better than you he never left Chicago to go chase a ring with other people uh to go chase a ring with like um when when Kobe was there when when um he was playing with um Magic Johnson when he was playing with Charles Barkley he never wanted to go to their teams he never even thought about it he wanted the competition he wanted to prove to everyone he's better than everyone. He that's how that's how he was. He 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 thrived in competition. He didn't try to get the easy way out. No. He he wanted to prove. He wanted everyone on their best game, their best um, you know, their highest level and he wanted to crush them. He wanted to show he was the best. He didn't want to have the easy easiest road to a championship by joining other teams. No, fuck that. So you, sir, have opened up the floodgates. So now that you, so since you went to Miami and joined that team, now you saw like a whole bunch of people going 
to every team to try to find their super team. Um, their big three. Now that you, you know, said, fuck you, Miami, and went back to Cleveland, and then you joined uh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, now Darren Williams is there. Now, you know, it's just like, it's, it, it ruined it. It ruined everything. So, every single time, so it's like, basically, when any and any and all teams are not facing Golden State or um, Cleveland, like if let's say if it's the Chicago Bulls versus Boston, then it's a toss-up. We don't know who's going to win. But if it's going to be like Cleveland versus Chicago, of fucking course Cleveland's going to win. If it's going to be Golden State versus Chicago, of fucking course Golden State's going to win. It's just too it's too overpowered. It's too stacked. It's it's bullshit. It's what it is. And it's and and in in the league now it's just so goddamn soft anyway. Um just you 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 look at a person wrong, you get a foul. LeBron James, you you look at him funny, it like it's like he broke his fucking neck. Um you you whiff you kinda wave your arm in front of him and it looks and and he thinks he got poked in the goddamn eye. So fuck that soft guy. God damn. He's the biggest Guy on the goddamn court. Biggest, strongest, most powerful, but yet tiny little um, Steph Curry, who is like 110 pounds sopping wet, you know, can knock him to the ground. Are you fucking kidding me right now, guy? Are you fucking kidding me? And also, earlier this year, LeBron is asking for another playmaker on his team. Get fucking Ben. Jesus. You are the playmaker. You do some shit. God damn it. Ugh. NBA is so much horse shit now. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. I don't care. I, I I don't care anymore. I mean, unless somehow they break up the teams and make it a little more even. So now it'll be a toss-up between like four or five teams or a toss-up between, you know... Six teams, that'd be fine. Now it's more competitive. Now now there's something on the line. Because now, because when the playoff first started, when they just first started, there's already polls saying, who's going to go undefeated into the road to the finals? Golden State or Cleveland? I'm like, what the fuck? They're already dismissing all the other teams, saying they're not going to do shit. And they're right. They're right. They're totally not going to do anything. And that's bullshit. Like, we're going to... You might as well just like have the have the 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 season start and the season end on the same day and be like, okay, it's gonna be Cleveland and Golden State at the end. So the rest of these games don't mean shit because basically they didn't because everyone knew it was gonna be those teams at the end. <sighs> I'm so mad, I'm so mad at the NBA. Ugh. But you know, I. I think that's going to be it. I'm going to be that's that's all I that's all I got. That's all I got for this evening of just a little sip. Um, do you agree with me? Do you agree with me about the NBA? Do you agree with me that you know this whole um, you know it's just a formality? It's just they're just throwing up games just to just to have them. But um, when when you first start you know the season, is it just 
Did you clearly see it's going to be these two teams? Or were you surprised it was going to be these two teams? Um, are you happy that there's two super teams out there? Um, are you sad about it? Are you mad like me? Um, let me know. Comment on my Facebook page. Comment on SoundCloud. Um, contact me on Twitter. Again, that's ChunkyDog85. C-H-U-N-K-Y-D-O-G-G-85 on Twitter. Again, look up Just a Little Sip on Facebook. You can find my Facebook page there. Um, let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Um, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy 2? What did you think about it? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you like it more than the first one? Did you like it less than the first one? Um, did you feel like it was rushed like I thought? Um, how did you like Kurt Russell as Ego, the living planet? Um, but yeah, please go ahead and let me know. Uh, hit up that like button. You know, Hit that like button. Press play. Um, you know... Thank you, everyone, for your support. Thank you, everyone, for your love. And as always, whenever you're feeling parched, remember, all you need is just a little sip. All right, guys, thank you very much.